from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome to the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host from iHeartRadio, Carla Marie. Each week, I sit down with a new guest who is following a passion outside of their day job or someone who has taken that side hustle and made it their full-time job. This week's guest has got all kinds of things you're going to love. Kita is the owner, mastermind, creator, badass behind Success Bully. You can follow along, successbully.com. Success Bully is a company that helps other women kind of push themselves forward in their career. So if you've got a side hustle, Kita is going to drop some amazing, inspirational nuggets in this podcast. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Even if you're someone who is scared about starting a side hustle, you're going to love what Kita has to say. She's also taken her former day job and made it her side hustle. So Kita's got all kinds of things you're going to love in this episode of Side Hustlers. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers podcast with Carla Marie. I am joined today by Kita from Success Bully, which is the coolest name. And we're going to get into <laughs> all of that. Successbully.com was a side hustle for you. Mm-hmm. Now it's your full-time job. 
And your former full-time job is now your side hustle. Yes. I love what you're it's doing. Funny, funny how that works, right? It's <laughs> a whole it. twist and turn. <laughs> okay, so first and tell us, what is successbully.com? Oh my goodness, successbully is an elite accountability practice. And so I like to to call myself a professional butt kicker. So if you like Google that. professional butt kicker Seattle, I come up. Oh, hell we did yeah, it. Girl. We, yeah. <laughs> SEO. Uh, <laughs> just throwing around marketing terms like I, I know love what I mean. Uh, yeah, so I work with individuals, organizations. And, and we do some corporate work all around goal setting and accountability. So we've kind of built out a whole model that is based in the idea of it takes 33 to 66 days to develop a new habit and about 90 days before you see the results of it. Okay. So we look at your goals, we break out a strategic plan, we break it down into steps, and then I work with you for 90 days to get you over that hump so you have the habits in place to get it done. Now, do you work with individuals or are you going yeah. into companies and saying like, all right, I'm gonna work with your team? Oh, both. Oh, my business is like a three-legged stool. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I intended. There's a story there. Okay. But yes, yeah, so I have a uh, coaching practice. So I have one-on-one clients. We do some group sprints. And then I have my corporate workshops, which are tailored to what the organization would need. Now, when you say group sprints, are you, I don't Ooh. think you're actually sprinting. No, we're not sprinting, <laughs> but we kind of look at it as a 90 day sprint. It's kind of a software term okay. around how we would approach a goal. So we try to get as much done in 90 days as possible. Okay. So why the heck did you decide to launch successfully? Like, why oh, was this a side hustle? my goodness. Okay. So it was, I said it as a joke. So there's always like the story and then there's a story behind the story. And so at the time, I was coming off of what I would consider my biggest professional failure. Which we'll get into. Which we'll get into. I, I had was working with some of my friends. We all were looking at our vision boards and it was like things were just not clicking. They weren't mm -hmm. coming together. And so I decided to put us all on like this goal setting mission. And you could not talk to me about anything but where you were with your goals. Ooh. I started writing stuff down in my calendar and I would like hang up if you wanted to talk about your love life. I was like, goodbye. Damn. Yeah. Like I, I, Successfully. I, I went full on. <laughs> I took it very seriously. And so fast forward to January 2017, I'm at a female founders breakfast. No intention of starting a business. I was just trying to meet people. So we were at the F-Bomb Breakfast Club and the <laughs> question on the floor was, who are you? What do you do? Bitch or brag? And what's your goals for 2017? Nice. I started freaking out. I had no idea didn't. how to answer the question. Because you didn't have goals. You I, hadn't I, thought about I, it. I, I, my whole life was like up in the air. It was like just career had gotten off the rails. Love life had gotten off the rails. It was just all off the rails. As it all goes. Uh, you know, it was just one of those pivotal moments where you're like, my life sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and in the introducing myself, I decided to defer with humor. And I don't even know what all I said. But where I landed the plane was, this is what I'm doing for my friends. I'm like a success bully. Yes. Let me know if you want me to kick your butt too. And that's how I land the plane. No idea where it came from. Damn, girl. Just, you know, being witty. And so after breakfast, like five different women walked up to me like, that's a really great idea. I think you should do something with it. And I was like, yeah, I say like funny stuff all the time. <laughs> I should be a comedian. You know, like it's, it, it, that doesn't mean it's a great business idea. <laughs> and one of my favorite mentors, hi, Kelly, if you're listening, she collects URLs. So she walked up to me and she was like scrolling through on her phone and she's like, yeah, so I, that. I collect URLs for fun. It's so fun. Yeah, I have MessyTaco.com as well. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I thought it was a good idea. All right, I we'll come up with that by the end of the that, podcast. That's a brain, step a brainstorm, step a brainstorm. And so uh, she's like, yeah, successfully.com is available. If you don't buy it right now, I'm going to buy it and you have to buy it from me. Damn. And so I was like, oh, so I ran home, bought successfully.com, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, you name it. Every, all of it. All, 
who thought two very common words had never been put together? Bizarre, yeah. And it's well, like because it's almost like a positive word and a negative word. Yes, not that yes. What you're doing is positive and negative, but it's true. Like we don't we ever, we never think of bully as a positive term, right? So why would you pair it with with success? But you did right, and so I got the dot com, got all these things. Wow, no idea what I was going to do with it. And you know, I think that when I started, I thought it would be this cute little thing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a little side hustle. I'll help a few people. I'm doing it for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll help a few people. And it has just been an amazing journey. And like, I am so thrilled, like three years in yeah. to see the impact that I've been able to make, that I finally figured out what I want to be when I grow up. And it's just, a, it's such a gift. Well, that's got to be one of the most rewarding things is seeing the difference you've made in someone else's life and career. Oh, yes. I um, spoke for a uh, year up a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a whole group of like young adults. So they're like in their late teens, early 20s. And the program is to help younger people kind of get their their foot in the door and, and to build the skill sets to uh, to have rewarding careers in technology and all these different things. And to see their faces light up in a goal setting workshop cool. and like to tell these kids, you can do anything but have a plan. It like heartful. I'm still going on and on mm-hmm. about it weeks later that it was like, wow, I, I feel like I made an impact in that room. I don't know about the rest of these rooms, but that one. Yeah. And how old were those kids? <laughs> they were probably 19 to early 20s. But like that's the, when you that's need that. That's a pivotal age yeah. where it's like, yeah, you can do anything you want, but it's going to take discipline and, and working your plan out. When you were at that Founders, what is it called? F-bomb? F-Bomb Breakfast Club. F-Bomb Breakfast Club. When you were there, what was your day job? What were you doing at the oh time? Oh, my goodness. So I was recently laid off. <laughs> Uh, so I had uh, moved from New York. My background is in tech public relations. So I moved out to Seattle to work on a big product launch. Shortly after the product launch, I was put out to pasture in a new city where I Which didn't is, know. Yeah, frightening. Frightening. Didn't know anybody. And LPS, they had a New York office. So I actually didn't really have to move. That is another story. God. And so then I struggled to get my footing trying to get back in the job market. And like in New York, there's a PR agency on every other block. And I was highly specialized in mobile tech. So like, you know, if anything happened, I always had a job and then to kind of get into this space where it was more of a relationship that moved your for your career forward, not the hustle. Uh It was a totally different thing. It it felt like that that burden of being unemployed for months, got a new job and then the start date was pushed. Oh, wow! so when I was sitting in this meeting, I didn't know if I had a job or not. Wow. So I think I'm employed. I don't know if I'm employed. My start date keeps changing. So. Yeah, but I'm so grateful for that experience because I never would have started had I not been in that space. So successfully is your full-time job. Yeah. And your side hustle is what your former full-time job is. What is that now? So my background is in tech public relations. So I freelance for an agency and I I work a few hours a week on on PR projects, and media relations. Do you do that still because you enjoy it or what is the reason why I'm still having that? I feel like uh, public relations is like the mob. (laughs) You know, you can never get out of Mm -hmm. it, you know, and I think that it is essential to I think part of the reason that I've been able to scale and grow so fast is because of my PR background that, you know, I know how to hit message points. I know how to market. I know how to uh, give a thrilling talk because I prepped executives to give their talks. And so I like to kind of keep a foot in it to to stay abreast of what's going on in the industry, but it also keeps my skill set sharp for my own business. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure because like if you're kind of just doing successfully, 
you're not really experiencing what's happening in the real world. You're oh, just yeah. telling people this is how you do things, but you get to experience it yeah. day to day. It's kind of like a little experiment for oh, you. Oh, yeah. And it's a refreshing break because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to bully anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> someone bully me, please. So, someone else. I want to do something else for a second. So it gives me just kind of perspective more than Absolutely. anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, shoe money. <laughs> my God, I love you. Just so shoe money. You told me that one of your goals for your 40th birthday mm-hmm. was to leave the corporate world. And I was like, oh, so clearly you've you've done that already. When do you turn 40? <laughs> August 20th. 2019. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not 27? What? I know, right? <laughs> Thanks, mom, for the amazing jeans. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, wow, you hit your goal way ahead of time. (laughs) Turns out you didn't. When did you hit your goal of leaving? I turned 40 August 20th. My last day in corporate was August 19th. So right under the wire. One thing that I'm really big on in my business is all about tracking, tracking your progress, breaking the goal down. Okay. So I literally turned my living room into a wall calendar. So I took the art down Hmm. and I had a 2019 calendar up with a big sticker on my 40th birthday. So every time I went into the living room, I had to see that this was a goal and this was what we were working towards. And I was putting stickers up for benchmarks and it was a whole experience leading up to. So, and I would, I would, Hey, if you're not tracking, no, you have, the truth is in the tracking. Well, what kind of people then are you helping? I know you told us, you know, female founders and you go into companies and Uh you you do workshops, but on this podcast, I feel like I have had so many guests who would benefit so much from successfully. (laughs) So, I guess without telling us the exact people you're working with right now, what are some of your clients currently? Okay. So this is what, who I really love to work with because I've been her. I love high performing type A women that are stuck. So like the velvet rudders where you, you've got it going on, you've got all your, your degrees and your, and your, your career is rocking and rolling. And now you're asking yourself what's next like that. Yeah. So that, that's the space that I really like to play in. Have you written a book yet? And get ready. Okay. Because I'm like, <laughs> I would read it. forthcoming. <laughs> okay. So for me, I am a type A, yep. high performing woman. However, mm-hmm. I'm not stuck. Okay. I'm just, I've got a lot okay. on my plate. Yes. And that's where I'm at right now. And it's like, and I have all these ideas of things I want to do more. Mm-hmm. And I'm having trouble, I guess, organizing and also handing tasks off to people. Oh, okay. So we have to learn how to lead. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. I think that's what needs to happen. So I think I'll be making a little appointment. Yeah, book a call. Book a call. So you would work with someone who's not necessarily stuck, who's just like, what do I do now? Well, I think that 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 comes back to that. What's next? So stuff could be, you could be standing still, or it could be, I have all of these things. How do I prioritize and keep the balls in the air? Or, you know, how do I thread this together so that it is making strategic sense to move me forward? Okay. Now this thing that you are launching that I would love to do is spring sprints. Yes. So that is, you're going to be working with one-on-one clients. That's not a group. So I have my one-on-one clients. So we're reopening my roster. So that reopens for spring. So I only take new clients every 90 days. Oh, right. so it's so, not like you're starting a new sprint in the... Oh. Yeah, so, and, <laughs> so there's two. Okay, so like we this. reopen it for one-on-one clients. And then we have a group coaching that launches in mid-March. So like we fill up my one-on-one roster first. And then we open the, the enrollment for my groups. Now, how many people are in those groups? Ten. Now, you don't need to give me an exact amount, yeah. but I'm curious how it works for a service type company. How do you make money? How do, how do I you make money? know how to charge people? I take the money. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, me, please. Well, uh, how I kind of look at it is that 
what do you stand to gain working with me in the sense of if you're stuck right here, how much money are you losing being stuck right here? Okay. Right. And so I have an hourly rate and I'm a, a coach in demand. So like I'm getting to the point of being, I call it elite coaching where I'm getting pricey. That's and great, so that is just is what it is. So we're on target to be uh, five figure engagements by the end of the year to work with me one on one. Wow. Well, that's hey, when the that's rock, awesome, it's like air, airplane pricing. When, yeah. the, when the slots fill up, you get more in demand. Well, so. it's true. And like you said, how much are people not making by not, not working, working with, with you? you? Yeah. Like if they can just spend that and then get a $15,000, $20,000 raise for the next three years, it was very it worth was it. It was worth it, right? So, so that's how we kind of frame it. That's incredible. So you just came back from a speaking engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do people like, they find you <laughs> and they're like, we want you to come speak. Well, like, you know, we have strategy for everything. You know, I think that uh, if there's anything my PR career has taught me is to how to put a strategy in place. Like you hope for the best for the outcomes, but we always have forward motion. So I have a, a short list of organizations that I want to partner with. And so we proactively reach out to them. And then from like the corporate side, there's a short list of, of organizations that I want to partner mm -hmm. with. So we kind of we're working our way through my wish list and the beauty of the business that I'm building, because it's no longer me. I was going to ask, who's this we you keep yeah, saying? Yeah, it's a team. It, there's a team of, of wonderful women that make me look really good. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of what was the first employee you hired? Personal assistant. So I have a wonderful assistant who just keeps all uh, all the calendaring and 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 reporting in in where it needs to go so. and her name is not siri it's a real human and, and yes yeah, monica and when she shows up places people are like monica's a real person i'm like yes <laughs> did you think i was making her up <laughs> who were the other people that you then thought were important to hire for your business uh, so i have aya hey aya uh she's in charge of social media so like i find that um i obsess about it and over rotate and so while we do quite a bit of storytelling and I have like mm -hmm. my my pillars of of content, uh, she's kind of making sure that it's all making sense and that we're present on the platforms and that we're engaging in the right ways. Because, you know, when we're talking about these future facing things as far as partnership, yeah. they want to know you have a footprint, which is it, it, it's a like, yeah, I've never gotten a client from social media, you know, <laughs> but I understand why you want me to have this footprint and this presence. Well, and it's also I feel like in today's world to be able to have a footprint on all these platforms, you as a business owner, you don't have the time to do that. No, no, no. It was not the best use of my time. And it's almost required yes. now. So yes. it is very, like I knew you were going to say social media right after I asked you. Yeah. That. I knew it was going to be personal assistant, social media. It's it's that important now, mm -hmm. which is a little frightening. Who was next? Who was next? I have an operations person. So I like high level visibility, but I don't want to get into the weeds of, you know, the day-to-day -day accounting. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so kind of working on the growth strategy and making sure all the numbers make sense. I just come in and go, oh, that's, I agree. <laughs> it's, it is true, though. And, and a lot of people, that is their first go to. It's they don't trust themselves with the numbers. They're creatives. They Their passion yeah. about is art or is just creating. And they're like, I don't even want to look at the numbers. Yeah. And some people need that right away. I call it if it's not your ministry, if it's not your strong suit and you are in a position to outsource it, outsource it. Right. Because you're you're operating in your genius. You drive more revenue. Ooh. Right. So when I operate in my genius, that's what brings in the big money. You know, it's it's me being dazzling in front of a, a, a corporate client mm -hmm. doing a workshop that brings in the money. It's not me mulling over Excel sheets. So same. <laughs> right. Does, <laughs> does, su dazzling. does success bully have an office? 
I have a co-working space. Cool. I am a citizen of the world. I love that. I might be in town for three weeks straight and then who knows? <laughs> Why did you decide to stay in Seattle? Well, I felt like I had a running start here. And I think this is a great place to scale a business. I don't know that it's the final stop. But in terms of I was plugged into an entrepreneur community, Seattle is still a place where you can reach out to a CEO and get coffee. It's not crazy. It's crazy. Well, like you for real, you want to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it then. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I mean, you're from New You were in New York. That uh-huh. does not happen there. No, no. There's so many gatekeepers and, you know, catch me in the hallway kind of stuff. Uh, so, like, I think it was it, it has been a great incubator for the business. So um, and I, I travel quite a bit. So I get to see things and, and do stuff. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it was very cool. Then come home. You've worked <laughs> with a ton of different women. What do you think is the the number one issue that women try to have to overcome when working with you? I think that it is so amazing that uh, there. I work with so many accomplished women, mm-hmm. right? That the imposter syndrome is still a very real thing. So real. It is so real, and that you know that hesitation or fear or even procrastination, which I just believe is fear in a different wrapper, mm-hmm. like just based on I, what if people find out or, you know, I don't think I'm qualified. Like, yeah, well, you'll figure it out. Just jump. You know, that has been the most interesting part of this, that it, it doesn't matter how many degrees, how many accolades that imposter syndrome is still very real. Is that now when you start working with someone, is there like a questionnaire people fill out right away before oh, we have with a you? whole process? Oh my god, it's like a college application to get <laughs> well, into like it's a, it's a vetting process because you know I'm not a life coach, so I don't get into the squishy bits. So if you're like, I don't know what I want to be, I don't know what I want, okay, I'm not the person for you, right? If you have a clear cut goal, I will help you refine it and help you project manage it, right? So that's my sweet spot is knowing when you have a specific thing that you want to get done, I'll help you get it done. Uh, it's when you're like, I don't know. I have to refer that out because like it doesn't light me up. Do you have people that you refer it out to? Yeah. So you have like a network of yeah, a network of coaches and we go, OK, you know, I might not be the best one for you. And there's nothing wrong with that because it at the end of the day, a coaching relationship is about trust. Right. And if you don't trust me right. as your coach or like if you're coming into it, wanting a specific result And if we're not aligned on how we're going to get there, you're not going to get what you need. That doesn't help me succeed as a coach. It's not a win-win relationship for anyone. So it makes sense to refer those kind of things out. And with your your sprints, they're every 90 days. Do you take time for yourself in between them? Oh, yeah. I work like 25 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) I work 25, maybe 30 hours. I think it gets hairy when I have to speak a lot. If I'm like overbooked, then it, it has longer weeks. But yeah. People don't realize how much talking drains you. Oh, yes. And the, the interaction. And because it, it's not just the get up and do the thing. It's You're the rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. It's the rehearsal time. It's the being on. And then there's the shake hands, kiss babies part. Which is... After you give a speech mm-hmm. or something and you're, or you're on stage or whatever, and then you have to do that part, you don't... It's like swimming. It, it's almost like an interview after Michael Phelps just swam a ton in the right. pool. It's like you can't... You're drained, yes. your whole body. And it's, yes. and it's so hard to explain because it sounds, for me in radio, and people are like, oh, but you just talk. I'm like, it is the most draining thing and, you could and, do. And it's athletic. Yeah. It is athletic. Like, I'm, I'm working with a trainer right now to work on my endurance and my core strength because I've been having vocal fatigue. It's crazy with that, the, yeah. how that affects everything. Yeah, and so, like... Uh, it's harder than it looks. It's harder than it looks even to just do a webinar. It's hours of rehearsal for a webinar. So 
even if I put on if I don't put on pants and I teach a webinar, <laughs> it's still a lot of interaction and output. And so, like, you know, with scheduling that, we have to be mindful of my recovery time that I need like space in between those. Isn't that, it's so crazy to think but about like you you're learn. a professional athlete at that point. But yeah. Like, like, no, I can't do more than two a week. So right now we're averaging about one a week and in busy seasons, we'll get up to two a week, but like we try to keep it there. Otherwise it's hard on my vocal cords. It's hard on my body. And this just the bounce back time. I, it's I, a lot. Yeah. What kind of webinars are you doing? Are they companies? Uh, are they one-on-one? Yeah, one? yeah. So I, I am doing one tomorrow oh, with boy. Washington Sherm. Okay, so we're going to have to keep this then. Yeah. Should we start whispering? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing one tomorrow, right? So we're doing a spring clean your goals. So we're going to oh. do a goal setting just on how to reset. Because usually, you know, the first nine weeks of the year, yeah. it's not enough time to like you wobble, you bobble, and you <laughs> fall off. And so we're doing that. And then I think we'll have a successfully uh, standalone webinar on March 18th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. And you can go to successfully.com backslash webinar to register. Okay. I like that. You got that. So on this podcast, I love talking about connections. Every single guest on Side Hustlers has made their way here through connecting with someone, obviously. A lot of times it's people reaching out to me directly, but most of the time, It's someone being recommended through a friend. And that's the coolest to me. And you are one of those people. So Melissa, who is one of the three women from the Eventist, connected the two of us. So what is your connection with Melissa? So Melissa and I uh, worked together on a few events at her day job with Facebook. And so I did a whole series on Hack the Performance Review. So again, coming down to that goal setting and accountability, just wrapping that around your performance review and what you can actually own to drive Mm -hmm. your career forward. Well, she obviously saw a lot in what you did and was clearly impacted by it for her to recommend you to me. Because if she thought it wasn't, she was like, oh, this girl sucks. <laughs> this girl sucks. Obvi- she would not have recommended you. So clearly she did because she felt something. So that's really cool. Uh, yeah. But, and I love that when you can like impact in a way that people want to share. So like that's when I know that, you know, it's the ripple effect. And that's the amazing part about being three years in. Some of the things that are coming full circle right now were connections that I made three years ago, five years ago, you know, 10 years ago that they're they're circling around. And it's like, what? That's how that works. (laughs) You obviously know the importance of connections. Oh, yes. Yes. And like you just said, you can connect with someone and that doesn't mean the next day they've got some great opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. You you just said three years ago and it's starting to happen. Yes. And I think that that is... There's no such thing as an overnight success. One of the things that I work with my clients on is like planting seeds, falling in love with yes. the process that like the process. Yes, sometimes it's hard. <laughs> you'll go outside and you're like, where are my tomato plants? I'm hungry, <laughs> you know, but you don't plant tomato. You don't plant the tomato seed and go out the next day and have juicy ripe tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's a process. And seeing my process and like. You know, even when I'm tired and I don't feel like it, planting those seeds or uh, intentionally moving things forward, following up with people, that's all I control. I control showing up as the best version of myself and planting those seeds. Everything else is, it it's, happens when it happens. I feel like I'm at uh, listening to one of your webinars or something right now. I'm like, yes. I'm <laughs> Am like, I getting you jazzy pants? I, I'm forgetting that I'm supposed to respond and say things. And I'm like, yeah, keep going. Just <laughs> like, tell me more. <laughs> what else am I supposed <laughs> to do? Fire me up, Peter. Fire me up. Yeah, that, I'm good at the rah-rah. You are. That, You're great. <laughs> Can you come in every morning yeah, at 5 a.m.? Like, Thank you. Just do the process. <laughs> Trust the process. It's true, though. Yeah. Success Bully is obviously the name of your company. But 
yeah. was there a time mm-hmm. with Success Bully where you had a major setback oh, with my your goodness. company? I feel like I fail at least three times a week okay. and, and not intentionally, but like, well, I hope not. You, you, know, <laughs> you have to dare to suck. You ha- there are things that you're just going to suck at. And so I think that my first year in business, I said yes to everything. Do you recommend doing that? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> it's like, it was a lot of busy yeah. and not a lot of money. Right. And I think that if there's anything that I can instill in entrepreneurs or even baby entrepreneurs or well-seasoned entrepreneurs, you sometimes you start your business wanting to make an impact on the world and you want to touch people. And there's all these altruistic reasons why you start a business. But your job as an entrepreneur is to drive revenue. Yeah. And so, like, I found that I was just so busy and just doing all the things and had no clients. And so I think that now a little further along, I'm very clear about what drives revenue in the business and anything that outside of that as the, I haven't given myself a promotion to CEO yet, but when we hit a million dollars in revenue, my title changes to CEO. That's incredible that you've done. I mean, there are people oh, yeah. who say I'm CEO the day and they, it's just they like get me. their URL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm CEO of one. Uh, so I am chief strategist and founder. So, okay. and maybe I'll be chief strategy officer this year. I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> oh, it's incredible that you do that and you're able it's you're disciplining yourself. Well, there's a benchmark, yeah. you know, like and I think that I feel like I have to earn the CEO title. And so like when I earn it, you better believe those business cards are going to have <laughs> sprinkles on them. They're going to be shiny, <laughs> gold embossing. I on want them. one of those. Yeah, I'm like, Make sure I get one. CEO. <laughs> then if there's someone right now who's listening to this and they got a day job, they're like, eh, I like my day job, but it's not what I want to do forever. And they have this great idea. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for that person who's listening? Okay, for that person, I'd say keep your job. Keep your job. And here's why. <laughs> your job allows you to make mistakes in your business without being homeless. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so keep your job. Keep your job. Yep. And you get to experiment. And, and I would say with your side hustle, that make it part of your daily life. As opposed to, I'm going to wait till Saturday and then I'm going to do all of this stuff in my side hustle and then I'm going to miss the weekend. I'm going to be miserable. Take that Netflix time in the evening and use that for your side hustle. You can rule the world in two hours a day. It is wild when you think about how much time we waste. I mean, I've talked about this on my morning show and this podcast. When I look at the amount of time I spend on Instagram um, through my phone, because it shows you your, your oh, usage yeah. time. Oh, yeah. It is disgusting. I could be running. A company. Full-blown company. Yeah. Multiple companies. Yeah. And so, like, (laughs) we have the same amount of hours a day as Beyonce. (laughs) I love that. I love when people say that. Beyonce has 24 hours in a day. (laughs) Is it 168 in a week? Right, 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 right. So, like, it's it's how you use your time. And when I was side hustling, working full-time, and building Success Bully, I, like, moved to be closer to the office. So my corporate job that eventually started, the office moved to Bellevue. And so we moved. And you were in Seattle? Yeah. So I moved from downtown Seattle to Bellevue. And like the fastest way to the east side is to be on the east side. So I moved to Bellevue so that I would have a shorter commute. So I was walking distance from the office so I could take client calls in the morning, go to work, come home and not be exhausted and still work on the business. Because here in Washington, if you were making that commute, you'd be at least an hour each right. way. At That's least. Two at minimum. hours. At minimum. Yes. 10 hours a week. Yeah. That's a whole work day. That is. And so like those were just those small Genius. kind of sacrifices that I made. And also being clear with uh, friends and family, like I am down for brunch, but I have to do my homework before I can go out and play. 
And, and that <laughs> is what it, it turns into. Yeah. It's it's homework again. It's yeah. ha- and having that self discipline. Yeah, which yeah. is real hard. Oh yeah, when there are times where I'm like, I'm not doing it today. <laughs> but you know, do one thing, and then one thing usually turns into two things. You mm. know, so it's just one thing a day. You know, that is incredible advice i think for the people who listen to this podcast Mm -hmm. who have these ideas and these dreams and are listen to every guest week to week saying i just did it which is great and all and it is true you do have to just do it at at a certain point yes but i think the the how and the The keeping the daily discipline the the daily discipline the if there's anything i could say to my side hustlers out there do something daily and like break it into pieces daily move the business forward and you'll be surprised in a few hours every day what will happen. You know, it, it starts to take, it has that, that compound effect. And you start having a snowball or it, was it the flywheel where like you have to prime it, oh, you have yeah, to get, yeah, yeah. get into yes. it and then eventually it starts rolling on its own. I'm still in the middle of my flywheel, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> One day it'll be rolling One on its own. One day I'll just be like, oh, Kita's here. Yay, the people rejoice. Uh, <laughs> But it is true. And then you start seeing yeah. what is happening. And that's when you're like, oh, my God, something's happening. And then you're really into it. Yes. And, it is and then you're like, what? Because I, I think from year, the first year, I, from year one to year two, I 3X. I 6 x from year two to year three. Wow. This year we're trying to 10X. Woo! And so it's it's just a, in every level, there's a different type of discipline you have to have. And uh, along with that discipline, the fear doesn't go away. So like there are people like, oh, I just don't be scared. No, no. Feel it and still move. But every step, every stretch you make in your business, there's a different type of fear. Like having to pay other people. Oh, that's scary. Or, you know, paying for my own health insurance. Frightening. What? (laughs) (laughs) I have to do that every month. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? But like, but every step there's a different type of fear so it doesn't go away it's just how do you manage it and still do the work so i could listen to you talk <laughs> all freaking day it's a thing i'm and a good talker you are and I, I love the new york right there you have a speaking engagement tomorrow so we got to get your butt out of here save that energy but successbully.com yes i need yes. everyone to go there successbully.com we're on the insta the facebook the all twitters of all of it you're like a, a fairy godmother i think that's gonna be can you put that on your business card for now yeah. Yes, very godmother. That's you. <laughs> Kita, thank you so much for being thank here today. Thank you for having me. This was so awesome. Appreciate you. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to Side Hustlers. Don't forget, go support Kita. It's successbully on Instagram or successbully.com. And if you have someone you think should be a guest on this podcast, you can always reach out to me. It's sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, concerns, please also email me, sidehustlerspodcast at gmail.com. You can always rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and You can follow me on Instagram. It's at the Carla Marie. Until next week, keep hustling. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 